Welcome back, everyone, to episode 35 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresta, alongside me, Ryan Fran. And this week, we are going to be ranking our 20 favorite movies of all time and then going through Empire's top 20 movies of all time. Ryan, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good today, Tommy. Thank you for asking. Of course. Are you excited to do this episode? I am pretty excited to do this episode. Yeah, this is, I this think is a, fun be a fun episode. One. I don't have my phone on me right now, so I can't name whoever asked us to like recommend some episodes. Wow. I forget. So, but thank you so much for saying that question. But uh, yeah, we're going to be ranking our top 20 films of all time. In our opinions, we have not seen each other's list yet. And first, is there anything else you want to do, though, before we get going? No. Do you want to get I, right into it? Yeah, I'm sorry, Tom, you forgot your name, but thank you for asking this yeah. question. Do you remember his name? No, I don't remember. Exactly. You're the host. You should remember that. We're the host. This is a co-host. <laughs> do you know it says by Tommy Crescent Ryan for now on Spotify? Oh, really? Yeah, I changed it. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. But uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, YouTube, anywhere else you can find podcasts. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for the main support we've been getting recently. We're having a lot of fun doing it. Nothing. I thought you were gonna be like, yeah. Really. No, I was just thinking. I like you changed the description, but you didn't like change the paycheck, and it's just, well, yeah, I still don't get paid. Guess who does all the work? Yeah, and doesn't remember any names. <laughs> both of us. <laughs> yeah, both of us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna get right into these rankings, and first, we're gonna be going through Empire's top twenty movies of all time, and then working our way into our top twenty. We're gonna be starting from twenty into number one. You ready? Yeah. So at number twenty, Empire has The Matrix. Don't know if I'd put that in the top 20. Yeah, it's not time. my top 20. Uh, number 19, they have Inception. I can get that, but it's not mm-hmm. mine. Understandable. Uh, 18, they have Parasite. 17, Ridley Scott's Alien. Number 16, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Number 15, Jurassic Park. Number 14, The Godfather Part 2. Number 13, Back to the Future. Number 12, <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road. Number 11, A New Hope. Number 10, Goodfellas. Number 9, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number 8, Infinity War. Number 7, Pulp Fiction. Number 6, Jaws. Number 5, Shawshank Redemption. Number 4, The Dark Knight. Number 3, The Godfather. Number 2, Empire Strikes Back. Mm. And number 1, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. That list is terrible in my opinion. Yeah, it's not great. I don't know. I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is the ninth greatest movie ever? Oh, I wouldn't put it there. I mean, I love that movie. It's not on my top twenty, but no, it's I mean, in my top hundred. Yeah, for sure. But it's like fifty. Yeah, it's it's not number nine. Jaws is the sixth greatest movie of all time. Yeah, I wouldn't put that there at all. No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I, and the first Godfather. But you're gonna see my oh, list. I was just looking at the list. I'm well, sorry. well, you can ask, and I'll just tell you because I don't want to see. I don't want to see mine. Which um, what do they put? I think it was seventeen. 17 they had aliens by release i can actually understand aliens. alien yeah i right, can't get behind jurassic park yeah <laughs> yeah no i don't think so uh or i can't get behind infinity war i yeah. love that movie oh blade runner's the one i heard i was like blade runner 2049 is better though yeah but, but like that's not a popular you know it's not a popular opinion right well yeah but it's the correct opinion it is the correct opinion <laughs> but um I love Blade Runner though. Ridley Scott's Blade Runner. Oh no, I like it. It is amazing. A lot. Yeah. But I also don't think that's a top twenty movie of all time. No. But moving on from that, we're gonna hop into our list. Ryan, do you wanna lead us off with your twentieth best movie of all time? Yeah. Well I just wanna and say then explain are... we're gonna explain why. Yeah. Which, not but, very long though. Yeah, these, these are just these are our this, this is our Yeah, this is not list. we're not this, saying this is, this is the right answer. Yeah. With that being said, number twenty for me, the Sandlot. I know Tommy, you hate this movie. Because you've seen it too many times. I've seen it so many times. I still love it. 
I I love this is the perfect movie. I watched this at least once a summer. I no, I I didn't mean perfect. I meant perfect <laughs> yeah. movie to like watch like in the summer this when you're with your friends. Perfect. No, it's not. This the is like calling movie. Godzilla masterpiece all yeah, over well, again. No, this isn't the perfect movie. But I, I this movie is just so much fun. Like I I love this. It's the perfect like coming of age story in my opinion. And I mean, it's better than Stand by Me. I think so. Oh, but it's also I, I I love baseball. So yeah, you know, with that added to it, it just adds something and. I, I, it's just got so much charm. Like every time I watch it, I still laugh at the jokes. I'm pretty sure I have like four movies on this that you haven't even seen. Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, do you have anything else to add? About- no. I mean, I love the same one. What's your number 20? My number 20 is Rocky 2. Mm. So I understand Rocky 2 is not as good as Rocky 1. First off, before we get started, Ryan has never seen a Rocky movie. I haven't. And he's from the Philadelphia area. There's a statue of this man in our city. Yeah, I've seen the statue. <laughs> I know we haven't watched the movie. I've watched the majority of Rocky One. I haven't seen the sequels. <laughs> well, Rocky Two to me is probably it's my favorite sports movie of all time. It's not the best sports movie of all time. Yeah, but to me, there's a scene at the end. I don't want to spoil it for you. But in the end of the second one, there's Leia's scene. Even now, I've seen this movie 200 times. And I'm still like, come on, come on. <laughs> and like, I feel like it's going to go the other way. Yeah. Like, even to this day, like, I'm like, come on. And I've never had a movie that still like tenses me out when I know what's going to come next. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number 20. All right. What's that's your number 19? My number 19 is Baby Driver. Great movie. I, Edgar Wright's my favorite director. And I think this. Oh, wait, he is your number one? Yeah, he's my favorite. I knew director. he's one of your favorite. I didn't know yeah, he was. And I, I, I just I love this movie so much just because I like his editing style his just style of filmmaking in general is it's just him and Guy Ritchie have a lot of similarities. Yeah, they do. Edgar Wright has is more consistent, though. Yeah. Guy Ritchie makes a great movie every couple of years. Yeah, for sure. But I I love this movie. Just I think Ansel Elgort's great. I mean, Kevin Spacey, say what you will. He's he's very, very good in this role. And, you know, John Hamm's also great. Um, I just love this movie. I think the driving is awesome. And the editing, of course, being Edgar Wright is just like perfect. I think like a lot of the comedy from this movie comes from the editing, and then it's it's fantastic. So I love this movie. Tommy, what's your number nineteen? <coughs> Sorry about that, everyone. But uh, my number nineteen, I know this is going to be a little controversial. I have Return of the Jedi as my nineteen. Mm. So Return of the Jedi to me is the best Star Wars movie. And I get the Empire Night. It, it is the better movie. But there's just something about that final 30 minutes of Return of the Jedi that I just love more than any. that fight with Vader. I recreated that with my dad 300 times. Oh, that no, that fight's great. And like watching the Millennium Falcon go, Falcon go through the Death Star and all that. Yeah. And it knocks the antenna off when he tells him don't hit anything. <laughs> like it's just so many great scenes. And I know this is going to be a really hot take. I like the remake version of it. What? The redone version of it. Why? For one specific thing. All right. Well, now you got to tell me. It's I like seeing Hayden Christensen's ghost instead of the other guy. Really? Because I have emotional connection to him. All right. I understand that. I don't know you, who that other dude is. Yeah, because you do like. When I was little, I was like, who is that supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> and like seeing him, I'm like, and that shows like he went. He became a Force Ghost in his purest form. Yeah. When he was a pure Jedi. All right, I can see that. And you love Anakin in the Clone Wars? Yeah, but that's the Clone Wars. But he looks more like Hayden Christensen than what the other guy did. Yeah. But that guy was 
that's just because like he died because Darth Vader at the very end turned back to the light side. He killed yeah. the Emperor, and that's when he died back on the light side. That's why his Force Ghost was the older version, because that was the version of him. But why is Yoda's young? Think when he died. What? Yoda's the younger version of himself. He's not. Yeah, it is. He's just the Force Ghost. He can stand up now. <laughs> exactly. So he's more pure to himself. Maybe it's no. you. Maybe it's who you want to be in that life. I mean, uh, you could say that, but I don't know. I, I always like seeing I also that. didn't understand, I guess because Al Guinness was in the original one. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just, if you're going to play in Christensen's, why didn't you just put you in McGregor? Yeah. <laughs> like, what just made sense? For... Yeah, it, yeah. But, but it's fine. But I, once I saw that, because I saw that in the movie theaters when it like first got re-released. Really? And I just remember being so excited. Mm-hmm. But no, I, to me, it's the best Star Wars movie. I know it's probably not the best Star Wars movie. It's not. But I will. I love that movie more than anything. I love Luke's green lightsaber. The first fight on Tatooine when he jumps mm-hmm. off the board, grabs it. Yeah. I used to try and recreate that when I was little <laughs> on a diving board, and I always used to get hurt. Nice. Yeah, that, <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like you. That explains that, a lot. That uh, that's my number nineteen. All right. Well, my number eighteen is Frank Darabont's the Green Mile. So Frank Darabont did, I think. Th- three or four Stephen King adaptations and one one is probably the most famous one and we'll get back to that later but this one it's it's at number 18 because I don't think it's like perfect but I mean this movie just I watched it for the first time this year and Michael Clark Duncan as John Coffey maybe the most emotional character I've ever seen in a movie I didn't even know you liked this movie. Oh, I love this movie. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah, no, this, I I mean, this movie is just, it's, it's amazing. Like, John Coffey is just, I, I think John Coffey is up there in the best characters in any movie ever. No, me. yeah, and he's one of the most perfectly casted characters of all yeah. time. Yeah, of course. And I, yeah, I, I mean, this movie is just incredible. But as I said, we'll get back to the other Frank Darabont movie in a little bit. So, okay, this one. So far, I feel like my first three are about to cause so much like hate. Yeah. 100%. So uh, my number eighteen is Christopher Nolan's Tenant. I almost put that on my list, but it's my favorite Nolan movie besides the Batman movies. Yeah. It it's goes probably the Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Tenant. Mm-hmm. But I got to see this at a private showing in IMAX. With just me and my dad in, in the middle of Wyoming. there was It was just this one movie theater and then nothing. Yeah. And I just remember walking out and I was like, that's the craziest movie I've ever watched. Yeah. And no, I watched I, it like six more times and I'm like, I still love this movie. Yeah. And I get that people have like an issue with him always trying to be like really confusing and like crazy. Yeah. But I love I love Tenant. I love the final battle, seeing everything mm-hmm. rebuild itself. And I think it's, oh, dude, it's amazing. so cool. And yeah. I think Pattinson and John David Washington were great. Yeah. So yeah, that's my eighteen. I, I yeah. love Tenet. I, I I love that too. I think I think that movie depends. Like your enjoyment of that movie depends on your understanding of it. Because yeah. I've watched it with friends and they don't get it. Like my dad hates that movie just because he didn't understand it at all. But I un- I completely understood it on my first watch. Yeah. So did I. so I like I I just I love that movie. We sound too. so pretentious. We do. Yeah. We're just I understood on my people. first. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we just right. understand. Oh god. Things. Okay, Ryan, what's your number seventeen? My number seventeen. Back to the Future. Oh god. I listen. I. It's not. <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah. Well. I I love this movie. It it's, almost made my list at twenty. Really? I think it's at like twenty three now. Yeah. I I just uh, this movie is just so much fun. I I put it above. Like Raider, like Indiana Jones movies. Just, just this first one. Just because I, I love Martin. Have McFly you watched an Indiana Brown. Jones movie? Yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay, I was just making sure because no, you haven't yeah. seen Rocky, so I, no, I haven't. But that's Jones. <laughs> it's Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Back to the Future. The first one is it's 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 a it's an instant classic. Like back then. No, and it is a good. It is a very yeah, good movie. It's a great movie, and I think I, I I love the characters in that movie, and I think having a DeLorean as a time machine is just so cool because that car basically doesn't exist anymore. But anytime you see it, you're like, that's that's a time machine. Like it's no. Did you did you not see that they're releasing a new one? Yeah, they're making an electric one. Yeah, Actually, they released that first looks, picture. It of looks it. really sick too. It does look cool. Yeah, but what's your number seventeen, Tom? My number seventeen, in my opinion, is the greatest spy film of all time with one of the greatest villains of all time and this is skyfall mm. daniel craig is the best wait have you seen james bond movie no nope. oh my god <laughs> well daniel Can craig I tell you why because i wanted to watch him really bad a few years ago like when skyfall was coming out but i thought like to understand it you had to watch like all of them ever and skyfall I was like, you didn't yeah, but oh, I, all I, of them. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't understand that you had to watch like like Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig like are completely different stories. Like you yeah. can just watch actor by actor. So you thought all twenty of them? were I thought I had to watch like all twenty point. of them. I'm like, all right, I'm never watching these movies. <laughs> I just gave up. I've so. seen all of them, sir, except for Roger Moore's. I love really? I love James Bond, mm. but I think that Javier Bardem as the villain is in the top five villains of all time. Yeah, and I almost put Silence of the Lamb here. Because Anthony Hopkins gave one of the best performances of all time. Yeah. But I instead went with my gut and my heart, not being a sellout. <laughs> and I put Skyfall because I remember going to see this movie and just walking and be like, that was the greatest spy movie I've ever seen. Really? To this day, I don't think anything's ever came close. I love the newest one. Yeah. The Time to Die, but it's not even in the same realm as Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Skyfall, I should have got nominated for Best Picture. It actually might have been nominated. I think it was. It's incredible. It's yeah. it's an amazing movie with some incredible action. The final forty minutes is the best action sequence ever. Really? It's either that, the raid hallway scene, or the Rogue One scene with ba- Darth Vader. Really? I almost just said Batman. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's my seventeen. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned Anthony Hopkins and Silence of the Lambs. My Silence number the Lambs sixteen is, is the Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs was my twenty-one. Um, really? Yeah, it was either yeah. going to be Skyfall or that made it. Yeah, I remember I watched this. I watched this movie at work um, two summers ago. Tony's? No, not Tony's. Oh. Down the shore. Oh, down the shore. Yeah, I was working down there. And I just watched it. I watched it on my phone, and then I was like, "This is really good." And then I watched it again on a TV. Yeah, like this is really. I was like, good. this is really, really good. <laughs> so, yeah, this this movie's just. It's the perfect mix of like a cool like FBI kind of like almost detective story, but then you get Anthony Hopkins playing Hannibal Lecter. He's like the most interesting serial killer of all time. Yeah, and fantastic performance. I mean, this movie this is one of the big five winners for the Oscars. Yeah. So, I I love this movie just because it like mixes genres. It mixes like horror, thriller, and mystery perfectly, in my opinion. So, I really like this movie. But Tommy, what's your number sixteen? So, I have an animated film at number 16. Really? An animated film. Let me continue. Mm-hmm. To me, this is the greatest animated film of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's the best. Stop looking. I I'm see not, you're trying I'm to not, look I'm and not, see I'm what not I put. I'm not, I was but uh, this is also, in my opinion, has the greatest monologue of all time. Really? Like, I learned it for acting class. And, like, I got 100 on the assignment. Can you recite I, it right now? No, I, I, I can't <laughs> remember it now. I can remember a lot of it. It's given by Jensen Ackles, one of my 
favorites. All right, well, I know what it is now. And it's Batman Under the Red Hood. And in my opinion, it's the second best Batman movie of all time. Because mm-hmm. it goes The Batman, Batman Under the Red Hood, Dark Knight. As a movie movie, it's still number two on my Batman list. But as a, just a true movie, not having to be about Batman. Yeah. Because it goes into my favorite character, Red Hood and Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. And I just love the performances. I think they need to add a category in the Oscars for voice acting. Yeah. Because Jensen Ackles' performance as Jason Todd is great. And I, I've had to have seen this movie 300 times. Yeah. I totally agree. There should be more like animated categories. But yeah, it that monologue that he gives to Batman is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it's it's at least number three. It's I love this monologue. I love the movie. And I hate that my dad won't watch it because he says an anime movie could never be as good as a real a live action movie. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, because it doesn't make any sense. Some of the best. If you go on IMDb's the top TV shows, top one hundred episodes, Attack on Titan has seventeen of them. Yeah. So a lot that, of and Clone Wars has a few of them too. Like, yeah, a lot of them are animated. But yeah, Batman Under the Red Hood is my choice at number sixteen. Mm-hmm. What's your number fifteen? My number fifteen is The Nice Guys. Ooh, Shane Black. Movie. Um, Ryan Gosling Russell Crow. and Russell Crowe. Yeah, dude, this is... I watched this a few months ago. This... It's one of the best comedies ever. And I think the detective parts... Because they, they both play P.I.s, so they're not, like, real detectives, but they, they're, you know, looking for the one girl being doing detective work. This movie's just so funny. Like, every time they're in the, the party... The bathroom scene's hilarious. Oh, the bathroom scene! In the stall, he keeps yeah, smacking. He, he drops his cigarette in his pants. <laughs> yeah, but so when funny. when Russell Crowe's talking to the guy, you see Ryan Gosling swimming with the mermaids behind him through the glass. He's like, "Where are you in the pool?" He's like, "I was talking to the mermaids. I was trying to see if they had any information." It's so it is so it's such a funny movie. You learn that Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe can both do comedy really, really well. Yeah, I sure. really wanted that to get a sequel. So did I, but it did. Make, it did terrible at the box office. Yeah, which is so unfortunate because it's such a funny movie. That movie's had like. A renaissance. Oh, for sure. Like, it did not get well-received, and then, like, over the last couple years, it's just gotten better and better reviews. Yeah. But no, I agree with that one. Yeah. It's just such a funny movie. But, Tommy, what's your number 15? A lot of my list has been 2010 later, mm-hmm. but that also is just when I think some of the best movies have come out. Yeah. My number 15 is Dune. Really? I love Dune. Yeah. But I, I don't think it deserves any higher than this. I don't think it should go any lower than this. I've never seen special effects like Dune. Yeah. Nothing to that scale. No. That it's the special effects are incredible in that movie. There's not many movies I would break my ankle in a boot on crutches and force myself to go see this movie. Yep. And I did it with you. Just, and exactly, we saw it yeah, opening exactly night. What you did. And yeah, I Max. was not missing it. And I'm so happy it didn't because I've watched it twelve times already. Mm-hmm. I mean I just keep streaming on, on HBO Max. Yeah. There's just Every actor's so good in it. Every line of dialogue is important. Every yeah. scene looks amazing. Greg Frazier did an incredible job. We've talked about the score. It won best. It won best original score. Yeah. And Denise, my favorite director, so that puts mm-hmm. him up here. That's not his only film on this list. We'll get back to him later. I think I have a. I have two Denis films on this list. I have two more. Really? I thought I only had one. I do have right. two. But back to you for number fourteen. Right. My number fourteen is. One, it's it, this honestly may have been last week's question when they asked, said, like, what was it? Is like your favorite movie that's kind of under the radar? I said Insomnia. This movie, I think, is one that I should have said. This movie is Hunt for the Wilder People 
by Taika Waititi. Never even heard of it, dude. Oh my god, it's on Netflix. It's so good. It's um, the guy from Jurassic Park. What's his name? I'm blanking on it. Chris Pratt? No, the the original. Oh, I don't know his name. Yeah. Um, but it's uh Julian Dennison, and God, what's his name? I can't think of it. Sam Neill. That's who it is. Yeah, Hunt, Julian Dennison and Sam Neill. And Julian Dennison is Sam Neill and his wife adopt Julian Dennison. And Sam Neill's very like, you know, he, he doesn't really want him, but his wife does. It, and then they go on an adventure together. It's it's very like, it, it's a massive trope. It's like the father and the son who don't really get along, go on an adventure and learn to get along. But this movie does it so well because it has that Taika Waititi brand of comedy and adventure. Which I think everybody saw in Thor Ragnarok, but going back and watching some of his other movies, they're just as good, if not better. Or in the shadows. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. That that is one of the best yeah. things ever. But Hum for the Wilder People is just it's it's a feel good movie as well as a great comedy, and it's just the acting's great too. Like Julian Dennison, being his age, he's probably like sixteen, maybe fifteen when that movie was filmed, and he's amazing. Like he stands up with Sam Neill, who is known as a great actor. So, yeah, yeah, I I love that movie. But what's your number fourteen? Mine's another Denis Villeneuve film. Mm. It's Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, the dude just makes beautiful movies. Oh, he does not miss. <laughs> yeah, this movie's Never. awesome. Again, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He's been on this list twice now. Yeah, Harrison Ford is great because he's the original Blade Runner. Yeah, Deckard. And this movie's just every second of the movie, you don't want to look away because you're gonna miss something little that's important to the film. Mm-hmm. Dave Bautista is so freaky in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it looks like Batman Beyond, and I think mm-hmm. that just pulls me in anymore. Ana de Armas is great. Ana de Armas, <laughs> amazing, <laughs> every way you can think of. But uh, no, this movie, I I love this movie. I I have had heated arguments with my dad of which one's better, the original or this one. Yeah, and it's a close one, but I still think that this movie just it's. Did everything that Blade Runner did, but just a tiny bit better. Yeah. And that's that's my thoughts on it. And now we're getting a TV show. That yeah. Takes place after this. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you watch the animated one yet? Like uh, the Blackout one? Black Lotus? Yeah. Yes. That was good. I watched it in like the day. Yeah. I liked <laughs> so it. So good. It was very good. Blade Runner just doesn't miss at all. No. It's it's such an interesting universe. Ridley Scott. And Fantastic. he produced it. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. But yeah. Ryan, what is your number 13? Right. Number 13. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Wow. I, yeah, I know. Holy I'll, cow. I'll tell you, I, sophomore year of high school, I was in an English class, and my teacher put this movie on to show, because we were reading, like, it was British literature was the class, and we were reading, like, old stuff. Like, you know, like, super, it was a super boring class, let's be honest. Yeah. But he put this movie on, and none of us, like, I, I didn't expect anything from it. I was like, all right, I just got to sit down and watch this movie for 45 minutes. And he put it on and like, obviously we didn't finish it in the entire class, but I went home and just watched the whole thing after that. Cause it was so funny. You know, I've never seen minutes. it. Dude, it's hilarious. I if, know. If Everyone you tells like me that, to watch like, it. Absurdist kind of humor. It's perfect. I know the Holy hand grenade. Oh yeah. That's That's great. all I know. Yeah. Do you know the rabbit? No. Or the black Knight? No. Oh, it's so funny. I'm going to watch this movie. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. See, your class <laughs> weren't as fun. Like we watched Django when we were learning about like really? slavery and everything. That's fun. <laughs> we watched Django. We watched Macbeth, the Michael yeah. Fassbender version. All right. We watched a lot. My first ever radar movie in full was in class. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah shout out Mr. Sheehan. Thanks for thanks for showing us that movie. But Tommy, what's your number 14 or 13? 13. 
It was my number one movie last year, and it's my number 13 movie all time. Mm. Licorice Pizza. Yeah. It's so good. It's fantastic. I don't think we have to talk about it that much because we've reviewed it. Mm-hmm. We have also ranked it as our number one movie of the year. Yeah. We picked it for Oscars. Yep. Paul Thomas Anderson is probably, in my opinion, is the best director working right now. Because mm-hmm. like, he has no movie below an 85 on any critic site. Yeah. The dude's just incredible. Yeah. There Will Be Blood sadly didn't make my list, even though I think it's one of the greatest movies. Really? Yeah, I, I just couldn't fit into my list. That's very surprising for you. And you know how much I love that movie. Oh, you love that movie. A movie that with no dialogue for the first 15 minutes. It is a great movie. It is a great movie. Great movie. But this movie, Alana Haim was incredible. The yeah. writing's incredible. Bradley Cooper's so funny. Oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper's hilarious. There's no downside to this movie. Yeah. You know it's a good movie when my grandfather texts me at like 11 p.m. And he's like, just got a licorice pizza. That movie was awesome. Yeah. Cooper like, Hoffman was so good. Yeah. It was a great movie. But yeah, that's my number 13. Yeah. What's your number 12? My number 12 is Reservoir Dogs. That's on my list. Really? It's, just, it's much higher up. <laughs> yeah. I This movie, I watched this movie thinking like oh this is tarantino's first movie i didn't really expect much from it but i was kind of on like a tarantino binge and i'm just watching have all, you this seen all of them yet i think i still have to watch jackie brown and death proof death proof's good those it's are fun. the only yeah those are the only two i haven't seen i think that's his weakest though yeah death proof, but it's still really fun mm-hmm. yeah but uh, i didn't expect anything from this movie and then it just blew me away like the budget they had was nothing a million dollars yeah compared to other movies it's nothing. yeah no it's mainly and, shot in one room yeah and it's it's one of the only movies where it's like it's shown to you out of order. And I normally hate that. Like, I do not like movies like that. This is one of the only movies where I genuinely thought that that helped the movie because there's so much mystery behind each character that you find out later on. And like you kind of piece it together as the movie's going on, which normally I genuinely do not like in movies, but it works so well for this movie. And I think that's why it's so high on my list. Do you have a favorite character? Or performance. I mean, Steve Buscemi was great. I think the best performance is um, Eli Roth. Yeah, Tim Roth. Yeah, Eli Roth. It's not Eli. No, it's Tim Roth. It's Tim. Yeah, Tim Roth. Who's Eli? Why am I getting that? I don't know. I think I always call him Eli Roth, but it is Tim. Yeah, I think Tim Roth's the best. He's the he is the best performance. Yeah, just because he's Michael Madsen. That scene, I can't listen to that song anymore. He's cutting the dude's ear off. Oh yeah, I can't listen to that song. (laughs) You still gotta watch Always Sunny. Oh, God. They spoof that scene. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so funny. But, uh, yeah. Anything else to add for your number 12? No. What's your number 12? Mine's another Tarantino film, but it is not mm. Reservoir Dogs. It is Pulp Fiction. Mm. I think it's one of the... I'm not alone in this. I think it's one of the best movies of all time, hence why yeah. I put it at number 12. But It's not, in my opinion, his best movie. Yeah, I don't think so. I love him. I think Tarantino is such a... I would love to have lunch with that man just to sit down and be like, how do you make these movies? Yeah. Like, what makes you? I would, like, take the knives away from him. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But, uh, no, I love this movie. I love every character in it. I think John Travolta is hilarious in this movie. Oh, he's great. I think Bruce Willis is so good. Mm-hmm. And everyone in this movie, there's not a bad performance. There's not a bad scene. Yeah. It's so funny. But Tarantino's so good in this movie. Tarantino can't really say funny. any of his lines. No, you can't say a single one. <laughs> but, but he is funny. It's a great scene. Yeah. And then the wolf comes in. Yeah. That that seems awesome. That seems that, hilarious. Cool but we character. can't repeat any lines no. from that scene. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my number twelve. I think my number eleven is really going to shock you. Really? Yeah. My number eleven. My number eleven is seven. 
Hmm. David Fincher. Eleven. <laughs> it's. I love that movie, but I don't think it's. I'm shy. I I laid thought that was gonna be a top five. That, it was a really hard to put at eleven, but I don't, I just for my at enjoyment. Seven eleven. Yeah. Did it? Nice. Dad jokes. Yeah. No, this movie. It's so good. Like this. It is. It is like because it's like a detective story, but then it's terrifying. Oh, it's freaky. Like, the um, the sin. I mean, like when when it's you the find deadly sin. Yeah, when you, when you find the bodies individual, each one is like scarier than the last. Sloth, gluttonous is the worst one to me. Glutton, glutton, scary because that starts <laughs> off the movie, and then yeah, lust. Is lust bad. is bad. Lust is really bad, but sloth when he wakes up. Oh, oh I forgot that's he wakes so up. Scary. It's a great scene. Yeah, though. that whole scene walking around the room and everything is good. Yeah, and then when they get to his apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's Riddler's room. Oh yeah, that Batman ripped that off straight up. It, 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 it works, works though yeah, in the Batman. Perfect. Yeah, but at, Seven's just a great movie, and Brad Pitt is fantastic in that movie. And so the fact that the sling is real, like he legitimately broke his yeah, arm. Yeah, he broke his arm falling out of a window. Yeah. Yeah, during the movie. Yeah, and which is that Morgan Freeman movie. suit. Do you know that no one knew Kevin Spacey was in that movie? Yeah, he wasn't on not any of the trailer, not yeah. anything that they released. Yeah, which I think people need to do that more often. No, yeah, that helps it because we were talking about insomnia last week, and I showed you the trailer. It gives it away. Yeah, Robin Williams is just right on the poster, as big as Al Pacino. You know, Al Pacino's the cop, so it kind of <laughs> gives it away. Yeah, still a great movie though. Absolutely, watch that movie. But yeah, what's your number eleven? My number eleven is The Town, directed by Ben Affleck. Mm. I think it's the best heist movie of all time. It is a great movie. It is every act in that movie is so good. Jeremy Renner's amazing him movie. and ben affleck are great in this yeah. movie and the scene when the cops next to them and they're in the nun mask mm-hmm. you know that's a real that really happened to really the dude who ben affleck plays talked about he's like oh no there was a scene where we looked at a bunch of cops and we all had our guns really? and they just looked the other way and we all left i mean if i was the cop i'd be like yeah we'll get him later yeah that's not my that's problem not, it's not happening right now i'm not getting paid enough to get <laughs> to deal with that but no like there's so many good scenes Blake Lively's so good. She's great. Like every, everyone in that movie, it's so well written. Yeah. The act, the final fight in Fenway Park is so good. Yeah. And I'm a huge Boston guy, so that I just, it just seconds everything about that movie. Yeah. And I love the scene where he's like, "You can't ask me anything. I just need you to come. We gotta hurt some people." Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Irons like, "Whose car are we taking?" <laughs> Such a badass scene. It's just a badass movie. Oh, yeah. It's a totally badass movie. Jeremy Renner is terrifying in that movie. So good. Because he just doesn't care at all. Oh, no. He's he's white trash. Yeah. He's the definition. Yeah. And the ending's so good. Because, like, it brings, like, a happy ending. Yeah. But, yeah. My number 11 was Ben Affleck's The Town. My number 10 is Sicario. Here's my Denny Villeneuve movie. So good. My first one. Really? This is the one that got on the list. I got another one. On the okay. List. Okay. Okay. I, I know. I, what the other, I know what the other one is. You might not know what the other one is, to be honest. I'm gonna be shocked if it's not what I think it is. It's probably not what you think it is. So, get ready to be shocked. Anyways, yeah. this movie is amazing. I mean, we're on, um, we're on number ten, right? Yeah. Okay. What was it? Um, Greg Frazier, right? Did the cinematography for this too? Pretty sure. Or maybe it was Roger Deakins. What movie is this? Sicario. Roger Deakins. Well, yeah, it was Roger Deakins. Yeah. He didn't... Uh, I think he did win for this. Yeah. I mean, sure. I mean, it's it's yeah, probably the best shot is, movie of all time. This movie is gorgeous. And the performances from Benicio Del Toro in this movie. He's terrifying in this movie. Amazing. Josh Brolin. I, I love Josh Brolin's character because you know, like, 
the entire movie, you know, he's hiding so much, but he's just such a dick. He just does not care. Daniel Kaluuya like, is the is my favorite person in that movie. Oh, Daniel Kaluuya is great, even though he's so he's really not like a main main. Character. No, and that's cr- it's crazy that that dude's yeah. an Oscar winning actor, but yeah, but I mean that character is still like you super care important about that character. Yeah, and Emily Blunt is great in this movie too. She like, is so good. I talked about Sicario on the Roller Crest podcast because I had to good. do an Emily Blunt movie, mm. but it had to be someone they got to watch Sicario. I got to watch Girl on the Train. Really? I, that was the only Emily Blunt movie I couldn't find that she was a lead in. <laughs> Yeah, that's unfortunate. I yeah, have the but... lowest score ever given. It was my movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this Sicario is just great. No, the whole story is. is so interesting. And then the the highway scene when they're in which, traffic. Which oh, yeah, that when they're crossing it's the border. Great scene. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Super yeah, tense. It is. It's one of the most tense scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, that's what makes it's it like, so good, though. So intense. Yeah. What's your number 10? I like how he points to the dude. He's like, don't try it. Don't, don't. <laughs> and he turns for a second and the dude picks up and he blasts <laughs> the dude. But uh, my number 10, it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. It, I don't think it will ever be passed. It's The Dark Knight. I, the Batman movie to me is a better Batman film, but this is mm-hmm. an all-around better movie. Yeah, I can I can totally see it. It's that. the greatest villain performance of all time in Heath yeah. Ledger. Yeah. I don't have many superhero movies on this list. This is the only one because I think this is an incredible movie oh no i think it's probably the best superhero movie oh of all time to me there's not even it's not even a question for best superhero movie yeah but it's all it should have been nominated for best picture it could it should, probably should have won that year mm-hmm. and it's christopher nolan in my opinion's best movie it has everyone knows one of the best performances of all time by heath ledger oh incredible you get to see two face in such a creepy way his visual effects for his face are incredible and they look amazing oh yeah they all look yeah. great I'm not a huge fan of Bale's performance in this, but I can let it go with how good the score is by Hans Zimmer. Everything about yeah. this movie is so good. And the fact that most of it is like legitimately happening. When that car flips in front of Batman, that actually happens. The big yeah. 18-wheeler. All the stuff when he's driving under the bridge is all just miniatures that they're yeah. driving through. So many miniatures in that movie. And they look amazing. Like It's you just an epic film. Like yeah. It's so good. And I don't think there will ever be a movie that good that's that happens to be a superhero movie. No. I don't think there's ever going to be a villain performance that good. No, because even we love Paul Dano, but it's not even in the realm of no. Heath Ledger. Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for playing Joker. Mm-hmm. Not in the same level as no, Heath Ledger. No, not on the same level at all. But yeah, that's my number 10. Yeah. Your number 9. My number 9 might be because I still have a little bit of a movie high from this. My number 9 is everything, everywhere, all at once. It's on my list. This movie, uh, this movie's just incredible. Like, oh no, it's incredible. It's, it's there's no other way yeah, around it. It's, there's no way any movie is gonna beat this for my favorite movie of the year. Yeah, I think I'm feeling. That, I mean, unless like, the Northman gets is just insanely. Yeah, just, but that it has to be like the best movie ever. But this, this <laughs> literally, this movie, it has to the way we rank yeah, this is. Yeah, this movie's just it's so good. It hits every mark, every emotional mark, the action, the comedy. It just checks every single box. Again, I never thought I'd love a movie so much that has to do with a cop game beat with a dildo. Yeah. Two dildos. Yeah. And then the, the enemy, like she just makes an everything bagel. That's so funny. That's the MacGuffin. It's that's so it. funny. Like it's it's such a wacky movie. It's but so, so good. That's yeah. the best part. And it's it's so wacky, but everything works and makes sense. Like that's that's it's so incredible to me. But what's your number nine? It is my foreign film. Ooh. Jockham Trier's the worst person in the world. Mm. I've talked about this movie a lot. A lot. 
And it, to me, I watched it again, I think a week ago. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest script ever. Yeah. There is no other movie that is written that well. And all it's about is her struggling to pick a career and her love life. Yeah. That's all it's about. Really? Such a simple topic. It is a gorgeous movie with two incredible performances. And it's our biggest thing is writing. It's the greatest screenplay ever. Yeah. I am still very angry that it didn't win at the Oscars. Because <laughs> I picked it idly when I was like, I'm not going against this. Yeah. Sadly, didn't pull it out, but I still think it's the greatest script of all time. All right. I can see that. But yeah. I th- I've seen a lot of people talking about that script. The movie's so it's, good. It seems really Meta good. Metacritic gave that 90. I just found out today. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. That, that's a high They score. are going to hate these lists. Oh, God. Oh, dude. <laughs> They're going to despise they, No, they might actually like my eight and in. <laughs> okay, maybe my five in it. <laughs> but what's your number eight? My number eight. It's the other Denny Villeneuve movie. Prisoners. That is what you were guessing? Yeah, Prisoners. Uh, I thought you were going to say Dune. I already said Dune. Well, I thought you thought I was going to say Dune. No, right. I thought you were going with Prisoners. All right. Well, yeah, Prisoners is just Jake Gyllenhaal, amazing. Hugh Jackman, you can't even say amazing because that does not, that is not the right word to use. He is he, a father in pain. Yeah, that's probably. Terrence Howard's so good in it, too. Oh, yeah, he's great, too. I think Hugh Jackman is probably the biggest Oscar snub of all time. To me, movie. it's that or Defoe in the Lighthouse. Yeah, but I mean, Hugh Jackman, like such an emotional performance and it's such an intriguing story because you genuinely like there's almost no way to figure out who the you know the villain is while you're watching it until you get to the very very end yeah and you kind of get all the clues you I, finally piece it together. and me you talk about i by luck guessed it yeah if you can guess it <laughs> and i was like but, wow yeah wasn't expecting that <laughs> there's so many turns and there's so many scenes like when he jake jonehill goes to the the church and like holds the priest over and oh it's a great scene it's a great scene but you have no idea what it means at first yeah at the end of the movie you finally figure out like the point of that scene it's just so incredible how he's able to make scenes that make no sense make sense towards the end of the movie yeah that's my number eight what's your number eight my number eight is denevo knows prisoners hey we did agree on one (laughs) we did agree on one and i'm going along the same thing as you it has some of the best Jake Hall as Detective Loki is mm-hmm. badass name too, mm-hmm. and he looks like a dog. Like that dude's yeah. gonna he's gonna mess some people up. Yeah, but uh, I think one of the best scenes. It's one of my favorite scenes of all time. is him driving to the hospital. Oh, with yeah, the girl. Great. It's, it's so stressful. It is so stressful. <laughs> You're like, oh god, please don't crash. <laughs> I we've talked about this. It's this. In my opinion, it's the second best cop movie of all time. Yeah. Detective thriller of all time. We'll get to my number one in a mm. little bit. All right. But yeah, that's my number eight. What is your number seven? My number seven licorice pizza. Mm. I had this, it's a little higher than you. Yeah. But it was both of our favorite movie of last year. And I, this movie's so good. All the performances are just great. And the fact I, I forget her name already, but Alana Heim. Yeah. Alana Heim. It's her first movie ever. It's and both playing, the lead's first movies. Yeah. And they're both, and they're awesome. both awesome in it. And Brad, like you said, Bradley Cooper's hilarious. Uh, Sean Penn, hilarious too. Yeah, he's Sean Penn. The dude's yeah. not a bad. The dude's a great actor. He's yeah. not going to be you bad. You have no idea that he's going to be in the movie. And then he's just so funny. In the movie. <laughs> he's funny it, for those five <laughs> minutes. And then you don't hear anything from him again. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a great movie. It's such like an insight in like what Hollywood was like back then. And like. Not not in like the film industry, but just living around there and like being a kid growing up around yeah. there. Yeah, it's it's just such an interesting movie. 
seeing what it was like back then. Because you genuinely feel like this movie is from the 70s. Yeah, and like, the set pieces, the, the set clothing is design, like, everything. There's, there's not a hint of this movie being made in 2021. I'm so not shocked this didn't take home a single Oscar. Oh, me too. It That's absolutely shocking. deserved one. Yeah, but there, you don't even think, like, if you were to watch this, and I would just say, like, what, what year did this come out? Despite the fact of how good it looks, you'd say, like, oh, this is movies from the 70 or 80, 70s or 80s. Yeah, because it has the same camera, just, like, graininess yeah thank you yeah but like it's just such an incredible movie just the sets alone no it is an incredible movie hence why this movie i have it at 13 yeah but what's your number seven everything everywhere all at once all right i talked about when we ranked it it was one of the highest movies i've ever scored yeah i gave it a 96 this movie is one has some of the michelle yo is is incredible incredible everyone in this movie is awesome the it looks amazing. It's so <laughs> artsy. And I know people are like, oh, my God, that's why he's putting it. No, I'm putting it up here because it's so funny. Yeah. It's sad. It's heartwarming. It's one of the few movies just like The Worst Person in the World where you feel every single emotion. Yeah. And there's not many movies that make you feel that way anymore. And it's one of those movies that I I love when it's just one movie and they, it's done. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, what's going to happen next? I'm just happy it was one movie. And it's incredible. And the directors, the Daniels did a great job. and. I'm really excited what they do next. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number seven. What is your number six? My number six is Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back. Wow. Holy cow. Number I, six. It's number six. That's nuts. I am. Is that your only Star Wars on this list? No. I was going to say. <laughs> I'm the biggest Star Wars. Fan. I love Star Wars. There's like, more I bad Star it. Wars than our good ones. There are more bad Star Wars movies. Isn't that sad to think of? Oh, it's so sad. But especially <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. That movie sucks. I hate Anyways, you. Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, it's the best Star Wars movie. Sorry, there's rain coming in. Yeah, there is rain. It's probably the best Star Wars movie, filmmaking-wise. It's just, it's darker than the first one. It's, like... It's just better. <laughs> it, it is a better movie. It's the best but, Star Wars movie ever. Yeah, it's the best Star Wars, easily. But it's, it's so dark and, like... You finally feel like the weight of this. I mean, just when they're on Hoth in the very beginning and they get attacked, then they're just they don't even have a chance at fighting. Their only chance is to escape. And that's what they do. Like you feel how far the Rebel Alliance is like. They have no hope of winning this almost <laughs> like they're, it's it's so slim, their chances of winning this. And then Luke goes to Dagobah and meets Yoda. And I mean, Yoda's incredible. Just Yoda. Yeah. Yoda <laughs> is great. But. Yeah, this movie's just amazing. I think everybody agrees with me. This movie, except Colin, but you know. yeah, but we we don't talk we about, that, talk about that. Yeah, but uh, what's your number six? My number six is another franchise that Ryan's not watched a single movie of, and mine is The Godfather Part Two. This yeah. is arguably the greatest movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I'm not the only. That's like, it's like a pretty known fact that this movie's incredible. There's not a bad performance. Yeah. The score is incredible. It looks amazing. There's so many twists that you kind of like forget about when you haven't watched in such a long time. Mm-hmm. It's two of the best actors ever in their prime. Like, yeah, that's all that really has to say about it. Great writing, great directing, great visuals, great music, great everything. So, yeah, The Godfather Part Two is my number six movie of all time. All right. Now, from here in, I feel like I've picked a pretty good amount of movies that like people would agree with. I feel like I have too, except this one's going to make people really mad, I think. Is it a new hope? It's a new hope. Okay. Yeah. This this is my favorite Star Wars movie, 
just because I, I understand people say it's boring and it I don't think that, but I understand there's not as much action as, you know, a new hope or a revenge of the Sith or something. Did you mean Empire? Yeah, I did mean Empire. You said no, no, I no hope. I just said no hope. Anyways, <laughs> I, this movie's just it's the one movie that gives me that feel of like a dirty lived in universe and which is what I love about Star Wars and something I don't like about the prequels because everything seems so clean. And I get it like they're on Naboo in the city capital and that's supposed to be clean and Coruscant is clean where the Jedi Temple. Anyways, <laughs> a new hope I don't I don't want to rant about the prequels cuz that'll go for way too long. <laughs> but um a new hope just just the filmmaking aspect of it of starting this off with a battle. Like imagine living in the 70s and this movie first comes out and the first thing you see is the title crawl. You're like really all right, what the hell is this? And then you just see two spaceships coming after each other, and then you follow two robots who you don't know for the first twenty minutes of this movie. Like, yeah, and, it and is a nuts movie. It's insane. And then Luke is—he's kind of a brat in this movie, but I, he's instantly just like a lovable character who you can enjoy and get behind because he is—he has nothing else he wants to do besides get off this desert planet, which he does. I mean, can you believe him? No, not at all. And then you meet the old wizard in the desert. <laughs> Like it's great, and then you meet this smug. This he's smuggler. the worst version of Gandalf. Yeah, it's the weaker version of Gandalf. Yes, he, he is a weaker version of Gandalf, <laughs> but he's super cool. And no, he is. I love. I love Obi Wan. Yeah, and then Darth Vader is terrifying. He's Darth Vader. Yeah, he's amazing. second best character yeah. of all time. Han Solo and Chewbacca. By the way, Han shot first. I don't care what you say. It depends on which version you watch, actually. Yeah, but Han shot first. He did shoot first. One hundred percent shot first, <laughs> and it makes him more badass if he shot first. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, but anyways, George Lucas sucks for butchering this movie with CGI and stuff and adding scenes and oh, the, the redo of this is terrible. It's awful, but it's the worst done yeah. one. Oh, it's 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 worse than anything else. It makes this movie. It, if you were to watch the original and then the edited version, it honestly drops like 20 percent. You know, it's the only version you can get on Disney. Yeah, Plus the, now, right? the original the original version is illegal to find. Yeah, if you have a copy of that, it's technically illegal, which is harp. Like, as a movie fan, watching having the original version be illegal is awful. I like, I'd be upset. Uh, yeah. Wait, so if you own like the VHS, is it for all of them or just the first one? I think just the first one. Okay, because I own all the original versions of the really? VHS. That's good. Oh, I mean, like, <laughs> you'd have to, like, pirate them to find them now. Like, you can't buy them <laughs> anyway. Put it up on eBay. <laughs> you could do that. That's probably fun. But, like, I, I just so upset, much money like, for that. Yeah. Imagine, like, some other movie, the original version is unable to be watched. Yeah. You like, can only watch the edited version. I'd be upset if, like, but they sometimes did that for it, it's better, though. Blade Runner's original version's terrible. That's true, but, like, and that's why you can only watch the final sucks. cut. I know but this original version is so much better. That original version of Blade Runner is so bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm done ranting about a new yeah, hope because it'll go on for too long. What's your number five? Uh, mine is Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King. This movie went 11 for 11 at the Oscars. It did it? It's one of the best practical effects films of all time. Yeah. It's one of the best endings to a trilogy. Yeah. Every time that Sam picks up Frodo and says how he can't carry the ring, but I can carry you. Every time it like hits me in the heart, I'm like <laughs> Aragorn's speech before they get into that big battle. Like it's yeah. just a great movie. It is a great. Peter movie. Jackson did an incredible job. Elijah Wood was a young kid when this he turned he turned he had all of his birthdays while filming these movies. Yeah. He said he always said he's like I had my birthdays in Hobbiton, <laughs> but it's 
it's an amazing movie. The fact how they made them look so much taller just by how they would stand in certain spots. Yeah. Like all that. It's just amazing filmmaking. And it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Hence why it's number five on my list. And I think it's an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. So Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King is my number five. That's that's understandable. That, yeah. that is a great movie. I'm surprised that that's not in the top 20 for Empire. That one surprised me. Yeah. I do love Fellowship, though. That first scene when the mm-hmm. ring wrath is like standing over. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah, I've seen all okay. of them. Okay. You know the scene when they're all hiding under like right underneath them? Yeah. In the very beginning. That scene always freaked me out. Like the really? bugs are crawling everywhere. That scene always freaked me out as a kid. Yeah. But yeah, that's that was my number five. It's a good movie. All right. Well, my number four is No Country for Old Men. Didn't make my list. Really? Yeah. Wow, I, I that shows I you how good movie. my top four is gonna be. Like, yeah, this movie is just—it's so brutal. Like every every gunfight, there's no music. It's just dead silent. You just all you hear is the gunshot. The one through the hotels and it's terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying. And then when they're out in the streets, that, yeah, when he gets in the car and the truck driver gets shot through the neck. And we've talked about what the only thing I have against this movie is, right? I don't think so. They don't show Ethan Hawke die. Not Ethan Hawke. They don't show Josh, Josh Brolin die. Yeah. But honestly, the only thing I have against, because I feel like it, the whole movie's building up to that. Yeah. And you but, know it's going to happen, but like, I just wish like you saw it. I can see that, but. I get why they did as, like, it, though. Yeah. As much as like when you're watching it, you're like, we don't even see this guy die. Like, it's so surprising. I think it, it makes sense because it's not even, you know, it's not even. um, What's the guy's name? Can't even think of it. Javier Bardem didn't even kill him. Yeah, like it's just the cartel, like that. Because this movie's so realistic, you it just shows you that, like, it's not always going to be the villain who is going to take the good guy out. It's yeah. just somebody else. And sometimes the ending of this movie's so good. Oh, it's yeah, <laughs> his absolutely. arms just all <laughs> broke it. Yeah, and Tommy Lee Jones is great in this movie. Like his final monologue at the end. Yeah, the movie's it's, incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, the Coen brothers killed it. Oh, absolutely. This movie did really well too, right? The yeah. one best picture for sure. I yeah, know and, that, and Bardem won. Yeah, Bardem should have won for this and Skyfall. Yeah, didn't win for Skyfall, yeah. which kind of. And he totally killed the wife. 100%. Oh, hundred percent. He checked his shoes at the end. That's yeah. He did it. There, yeah, hundred percent. He did it. She's not getting out of that one. Yeah. But anyway, what's your number four? Mine is Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, it's it's my fourth favorite movie of all time. I don't think there's any film that's ever been done like that. Mm-hmm. It's so tense. Yeah, trying to figure out who's who and who's the who's the narc and like all yeah. that crazy stuff. The performances are incredible, and the best part is that Buscemi wasn't even supposed to play Mr. Pink because Tarantino wrote that role for himself, and he's like, "Unless you blow me away during this audition, you're not getting the role." And he did, and yeah. I think it worked perfectly. Yeah, people need to talk about how good Steve Buscemi's range is more often. Oh, Steve Buscemi! That dude amazing. is an amazing actor. Yeah, he's amazing in this. He's amazing in Sopranos, which I know you uh, haven't watched yet. But Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, Boardwalk Empire. Incredible in that. Yeah, I always forget that the show happened, and I remember that it won mm-hmm. like a ton of Emmys. Yeah, but this this movie's incredible. And I think that's all I can say. It's one of the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm. It's the best debut for sure by a director. Oh, ever. There is nothing. And Tarantino has no problem telling you that. Oh, yeah. You want to get started. You got to make a good movie. Like look at Reservoir Dogs. That's a great movie. It is an incredible movie. And he is. He can say that because it is a great movie. (laughs) And he's one of the best directors of all time. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I'm sad to see that he only has one movie left. I I think he's going to direct one more, but I think he'll write screenplays. still. Yeah, I think I just don't think he'll ever be a full director. No, I I don't think he's ever going to retire. from. No, he'll be like a screenplay. He'll produce, but I don't think Mm -hmm. he'll ever direct again. Yeah, but that is my number four. Ryan, we're getting into our top three films of all time. Yep. 
What is your number three? My number three is The Departed. It's on. It's it's on my thing. I know. Just, I know you love this movie. It is. I do yeah. love this movie. But this movie, I mean, it's. I have a feeling I know your next two. Really? I think I'm gonna right. get the next. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Don't don't give me any reaction though. Okay. I think it's Goodfellas and Shawshank Redemption. Okay. But anyway, The Departed is my number three. Okay. This movie's just great. Like, yeah. I, I mean, DiCaprio and um, Wahlberg, Damon, Damon Nicholson, movie. yeah, Nicholson. Baldwin, James Sheen. Oh my God, Jack Nicholson is amazing in this movie. Yeah. As oh my God, this movie's just so good. <laughs> I can't. I can't even think of what's his name again. Jack Nicholson's. Character. I don't remember. I just know him I, as Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he's just the leader. But when he's in the room with like just a bowl of cocaine. Oh, with the, the two strippers. strippers. He's just like They're actually hookers, but yeah. It's such a great. He smacks scene. his hand in it. Yeah, it's so it's from beginning to end. It's just so so great. And at the end, the twists. Yeah, the final just thirty like minutes. Rapid fire. Cool. It's amazing. You watch four guys, four of the main guys die in the final forty minutes. Yeah, because Martin Sheen even gets it. Yeah, he gets Martin thrown Sheen off a roof. Yeah. Everybody gets it in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that that movie's just incredible. But what's your number three? My number three, in my opinion, is the greatest detective thriller of all time. Mm-hmm. Is David Fincher's Seven. Mm. I I don't think there will ever be a movie like that. No. To that extent of just t- a twist. Like, there's never been a twist like that since then. Mm. It has one of the best scenes of all time with the what's in the box scene. Mm-hmm. Every crime scene is terrifying. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, I know he's, we all hate him now. But he was, he's an, he was an incredible actor. Yeah, he's amazing. And it's one of the best performances ever as a villain because it's so in the dark, hidden. Yeah. Brad Pitt, we talked about this, is incredible. Everyone in this movie is an incredible actor. It's great screenplay. How dark it is, it's so good. And I love how it rains the entire time. Yeah. Until the very time. final scene. Yep. Every time they're outside until the very last scene. But yeah, that is my number three. What is your number two? My number two, you were wrong. It's Saving Private Ryan. Wow. Goodfellas yeah. didn't make your list. I, I I'm know. not a, I'm, I've seen Goodfellas, just to be clear. It's It's good. But it's not on my top twenty. My personal top twenty. If I were to rank, like you just said, the Goodfellas is, it's good. It's good. But if like it's, if I were to rank, it's like Goodfellas. If I <laughs> if I were to be like a Metacritic and rank like it's not just Metacritic, by, it's every critic and my, rank like by movies genuinely, Goodfellas would be pretty high on that list. Yeah, if I was ranking these but on my pure love, like yeah. purely critically, mm-hmm. my list would be completely different. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Goodfellas just doesn't doesn't do it for me like some other movies do. Especially The Departed, I think, is the better you know, right. Scorsese movie, if I had to say that. But Saving Private Ryan is amazing. It's the, it's the first, best war film of all time. Yeah, the first rated R scene that I've ever seen in my life was the beach scene shown to me probably in like like second grade. Do you, do you know? It was do you not know second grade. It, it was like fifth. Do you know who showed it to me though, Tommy? Yeah, it was me. It was him. It was him. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I don't Mom know, like ten or eleven years old, and he showed me the oh, beach God. scene, the D Day scene. Yeah, that was a great memory. I didn't sleep at all that night. That was great. That was Anyways, the first time Ryan also slept over my house. Is just oh yeah for other yeah more context <laughs> on what I did to this yeah. poor child. And he's like, you want to see a cool movie scene? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It sounds so much worse when you explain it because I'm just—I yeah. always just say like, "Oh yeah, I should rhyme this." Yeah, I never clarify that you've never yeah. watched a radar scene before. Though. Oh yeah, it was terrifying. Anyways, <laughs> this movie's just incredible. When I've gotten older and been able to actually watch it, it's such a great movie. Each character Were you is... scarred to watch it for a while. 
No, it was basically okay. just that scene. And then I, I watched it again. Like, I didn't really think about it. And then I watched it again. I'm like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I remember. <laughs> yeah, because it's still awful. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. Oh, but God. Anyways, this movie's just great. And the more you read into it, like when you find out how accurate it is and some of the stuff that you like might miss in it, like the after the D-Day scene, when they get up and there's the two German soldiers that surrender and they're like talking and the guys are, like that making fun of them after they kill them. They're surrendering because they're not German. They're Czech and they were forced to fight. When you find that out, it adds this extra layer of like, Jesus. Yeah, the U.S. was not as good as people always make. No, they weren't heroes either. Yeah, this is it's it's not as black and white as most war movies are, which I it helps the film a lot. And yeah, I mean, this movie is just great. And the fact that Matt Damon got cast as Private Ryan because he got cast because Steven. First of all, Ben Affleck dropped out of the role. Mm-hmm. And to begin with, and Robin Williams is the reason they both got chances at the role. Yeah, because of Goodwill Hunting. But Steven Spielberg cast Matt Damon afterwards because he wanted somebody who could, who wasn't recognizable. Except a few years later, he's Matt Damon, and that does not work at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's, so funny. He's now he's Matt Damon. Now, like at this time we were at, he's one of the biggest actors in the world. Yeah, him and Ben Affleck, and they start off a movie that they just decided to write. Yeah, and thank God I got me because. Yeah. We got some of the best director amazing actor film. ever. Yeah. That was hard not to put on this list. Good Will Hunting. It was. That Good was another Ryan. hard one. Yeah. Same Pride Ryan was a hard one. It did not make my list. Yeah. Surprising. And you know how much I love war movies. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not my favorite, though. Black Hawk Down is still my number one. That was my first already movie. I saw all the way through. That same year. Me and my dad watched it. Nice. And I was in like third grade. <laughs> but uh, moving on to... Do you want me to go now? Yeah, you're number two. My number two is Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Mm. I think that this is the best mob movie of all time. And it's just the performances in this. Ray Liotta is it's probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. Joe Pesci is Joe Pesci. The dude's a phenomenal actor. And it's this whole movie. It's, in my opinion, it's the closest thing to a perfect movie of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's one downside to this whole movie. I love when Ray Liotta narrates the movie. It's just just to me, it's one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Ryan, what is your number one movie of all time? My number one movie of all time. You guessed it. It's the Shawshank Redemption. Damn, I'm good. And I know. I, I know this is going to be like a lot of critics put this as the best movie of all time. A yeah, lot do. That's not an original. Okay. No, it's, it's not kidding. original at all. But I, I genuinely love this movie. No, the movie is. We talked about this. I think it's a. I understand that people like it's an incredible movie. It's yeah. just not. Like what you're saying, yeah. you understand that Goodfellas is an incredible movie. It's yeah. just not for you. The Shawshank was a Yeah. But I, I mean, I think this is the best movie of all time. Like per- the performances are amazing. I mean, just Morgan Freeman alone, I think, is the best performance in that movie. And Red is a- another like all time character who's never going to go away. And again, a Frank Darabont movie. I said I'd get back to it after the Green Mile. But yeah, like, I mean, Came it's just all the way to number one. Yep. It's just perfect casting to have. Morgan Freeman play Red, even though, you know, if you read the book, it might not be perfect casting for you. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, he works and he's amazing in that role. So, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't really say that much about it. It's just the best movie ever. Each scene is impactful. And when he finally gets out, sorry for the spoiler. But uh, if you haven't seen out. Shawshank, that's not a spoiler anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah, movie the, came out 30 years ago. Yeah. Over, you, anyways, you're far behind. <laughs> This, I mean, the movie's just incredible. And everybody who's seen it agrees. Like, you can't not enjoy this movie. It's it's so hard to. Yeah. What's your number one? My number one is Revenge of the Sith. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's Martin Scorsese's Departed. It has right. been my favorite movie since I was in fifth grade. Yes, my dad showed me this in fifth grade. Sorry to my mom who didn't know this until just now. <laughs> but yeah, The Departed has laid been my number one movie, like my favorite movie of all time since then. Mm. No movie has ever passed it. Like you were saying, it's inc- there's no bad actor in this. There's no bad scene in this movie. Every yeah. scene is incredible. The final 40 minutes, so angry. <laughs> but then you get to be happy at the end. I'm going to spoil yeah. it because this movie came out a long time ago. When Matt Damon gets shot, it is pure joy. So great. But my favorite scene in this entire movie is the Are You a Rat? When he's oh, that's smashing his cast. Yeah. Do you know that's oh. a real gun he used? Yeah. To scare Damon? Yeah. Not Damon. Damon. Uh, 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 Leo. Yeah. And he actually smashed his arm. Yeah. <laughs> Leo said it was the most painful thing. <laughs> and then he broke his hand in the glass in Django. Mm-hmm. But this movie is incredible. I, I'm still shocked to this day that this movie isn't ranked in the top 10 on a lot of people's lists. Yeah. I think it's the best movie of all time. But. Yeah, even as even if I was looking at this critically, that would still be my number one. Really? Yeah, like I I think it's to me it's the best movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And my two honorable mentions I just want to mention real quick is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two mm-hmm. and the Amazing Spider Man, which Lee missed this by one really? spot. Really? I love wow. that. You know how much I love that. Oh movie. no, you love it's that my movie. favorite Spider Man yeah. movie. My honorable mention is 2014's Godzilla, um, and that's it. I mean that movie's just amazing. Okay, it's we're gonna move on to fan yeah, questions. But uh, yeah, those are our favorite. Okay. Number one fan question this is from Jacob. What film changed your life? 2014's Godzilla. It's just really, no, I'm joking. Probably. Probably. I guess they mean like movie that made you fall in love with film. Yeah. I think we've talked. I think I've, I've talked about this before. Yeah, you can you can answer because I definitely have one. It's Mine's The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I'd never seen Spider-Man actually swing because mm-hmm. it was always just made up. Do like mm-hmm. VFX and all that. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield legitimately went up on these wires and swung. Yeah. And like I walked out. It's that in The Departed because The Departed was when I was like, oh my God, like there's more to movies than just laughing and yeah. action. Like stories actually matter. Yeah. So that, those two movies. I think the movie that got me into film might honestly be The Sandlot. Because I like, I watched that movie. I loved the movie so much that I wanted to see like how it was made. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of what got me into learning about movies and, you know, how to make them. Yeah. That's, you know. So I think that I think that's the movie that got me into it to begin with. That's a good question. though. Yeah, it's a great question. This is number two. What is your favorite movie scene in a film and why? And this is from Ella. Mm. Pretty sure I talked about movies. I think one of the greatest scenes of all time is the. The final battle in Endgame. I mean, yeah, that's, that that's hard to top. That's just amazing. Not just the, not even the battle when they all line up. Oh, the Avengers Assemble moment? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I, I seriously thought when they were running, it was going to cut the black and that'll be the end. And I was like, I'm fine with that. that was, oh, that would have been was, the it peak been, of my life. Yeah. It was like, that. that's awesome. They all lined up. It's so cool. And then they fought. I lost my mind. Isn't it so funny? I went, my ex-girlfriend took me to a private showing of that a week before it came out. Yep. I saw that a week before. I got to know everything. Yeah. I wanted to spoil it for so many kids in high school. I remember we saw it and you sat next to me and it was like. I didn't. I wouldn't say I didn't no. spoil anything for you. <laughs> yeah. I remember they got back after the time travel part. I was like, this is really good. And you were like, it gets better. Yeah. And, and then like, you're like, really? No way. And I was like, just keep watching. <laughs> and it, it did. I wasn't wrong. Yeah. But uh, no, I I guess my two favorite scenes are on my list. It's either the interrogation scene in The Dark Knight. Yeah. It's one of the best scenes of all That's time. Amazing. And it's the Are You a Rat scene from 
The Departed. Mm-hmm. It's such an intense scene. It is. Because it starts off like, Tommy, are you a rat? And then it just progressively gets more and more violent. Yeah. Or or the monologue in the right Batman under the Red Hood. I yeah. love that. I will watch it on YouTube randomly. Really? Yeah. But yeah. So I know I gave three answers, but all of them are for different reasons. The I've never seen a scene that intense from The Departed. Yeah. I finally got to watch Batman and Joker together in like <laughs> nowadays cinema. Yeah. And I got to watch my favorite uh, DC character to give a monologue. So that's why they're my three favorite. Yeah. What's yours? Oh, I said Endgame. Oh, you did say Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. I mean, I'm trying to stay away from like superhero stuff, but no, I mean, I gave the interrogation scene from the Dark Knight. Yeah, I mean, but that's also an amazing movie. Yeah, I, I think, man, Endgame's not your favorite MCU movie, is it? No. Okay, we're not gonna say what they are. Oh, I said this in the last podcast. Oh yeah, you did. Because remember, we had to do the MCU ranking at some point. Yeah, that's gonna be a long. That's gonna be episode. Very long one. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think I think that might be my favorite scene. No, that's like, an incredible scene. Yeah, it's not. If I'm looking critically at stuff, I wouldn't say that. But like, no, even critically, you can be like, yeah. it's one of the co- entertainment. It's enjoyment. thirty-two it's superheroes on screen together. <laughs> it's incredible. But yeah. Oh yeah, I think that's my answer. Uh, number three, if you could be an actor, who would it be? This is from Tyler. If I could, like, an actor, yeah, just be in his body. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, that's fair. Or Ben Affleck. Ben he's Affleck would be cool. Any six four, yeah, that'd be nice. That's true. That would be nice. No, I think it's Brad Pitt because he just seems like a super cool guy. Yeah, he does seem cool. Like everyone says, he's a super nice dude to hang out with. Yeah, and he's done some of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Dang, Radcliffe would be cool too. Being Harry Potter. Did you ever see that thing when he's like talking about being short? No, he's like girls always be like, "Man, you're so short," and he and he's like, "I'll go home." I'm like, "Man, I'm so short," and he's like. I'm fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't worry about being short. I don't worry about that. I think being Robert Downey Jr. would be cool. That would be cool. Because you just don't have to worry about anything for the rest of your life. Yeah, he yeah, just, just stop working. He's just he's just being himself every day forever. And he just, you know. I got my actual new actor. Ed Sheeran. Ed he Sheeran. was in Game of Thrones and he was in Red Notice. He was and, in Red Notice? Yeah. I still haven't watched that movie. He's in the end. Really? It's funny. <laughs> but no, I mean, Ed Sheeran would be awesome because, I mean, he's the biggest male artist in the last 20 years. Yeah. Being Harry Styles, too. Oh, my God. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be pretty nice. Yeah, it would be pretty nice. <laughs> Did you see uh, Ed Sheeran just be- passed the Beatles in some record? Really? Yeah, for like most sales or something. Oh, wow. He's not as good, but like. He's incredible. No, I love Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. dude is his whole band by himself with that soundboard. Yeah. Oh, no, that's incredible. I have to show you a video about him later. But yeah, yeah I should show you this one thing about the Beatles. It's a documentary. No, I'm not. It's really good. I'm not watching the documentary. It's amazing. My thing's 20 seconds. Yours is like seven hours. Oh, mine is seven hours. Okay, it's worth okay, it. Okay, uh, moving on. Number four. What's your favorite sports movie? The Sandlot. Rocky Toe said this. The Sandlot or Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is a good. Remember movie. Remember the Titans is that. I think football movies always are a little bit more goofy because they always seem to pick someone who can throw a football. Yeah, but I think Remember the Titans does that well. Yeah, because Ryan Gosling team. Yeah. I just, well, Ryan Gosling sucks, but he's amazing in that role. He can no, he can throw a ball. Well, yeah, but in that movie, he's meant to be like the kind of yeah. No, no, he's like... the good one. Remember, he can throw like a mile. No, you're thinking of Sunshine. That's not Ryan Gosling. Oh, Ryan Gosling's the wide receiver who gets pulled out in the last game. Is it? Yeah, I thought Gosling was Sunshine. No, who's Sunshine? Oh, I forget it's a his famous name. actor. Yeah, I just forget his name. But he, it's not Ryan Gosling. I really thought Gosling was Sunshine. No, Ryan Gosling's the the kid that like. Ryan Gosling's the guy that throws up during the training team. 
Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. Okay. Because Ryan Gosling, it's his dad who's yelling. He's like, put my kid back in the game. Uh, like, it's him. Who's Sunshine? Sunshine. Um, Isn't it the guy from... Uh... No. I'm shocked. I, I've laid for it's the last like, five years slow as Ryan Gosling. It's this guy, right? Yeah, it's him. Kip Pardue. That's um, him. I don't, I don't know, know who that is. But, uh, yeah, do you have anything else to add to your favorite sports movie? Yeah, I think. I mean, Remember the Titans was my 21. It just missed the list. Oh, really? That, yeah, I, I love that movie. I'm not a big guy on sports movies. Mm-hmm. I think boxing is always my favorite, though. Boxing movies are good. Uh, But moving on from that, top three movie characters of all time. This Ooh. question's from Nick. That question was from Kev. I don't know if I said that. That's uh, hard. Agent Loki. Detective Loki, not Agent. <laughs> Detective Loki. Batman. Harry Potter. I think I go John Coffey, the Jet, Rodriguez. I, I know who he is. Sandlot. And then you looked at me like I didn't know who that was. <laughs> and then, man, that's hard. Han Solo. No, Obi Wan. I think. Yeah, Obi Wan's my favorite Obi-Wan. Star Wars character. Okay, number six, least favorite superhero movie of all time. It's from Curtis. Mm. Morbius. Batman and Robin. Really? Uh, it's it's the worst movie of all time. But it, you can at least laugh at that. But that Morbius has But Morbius no has quality. good scenes. But it's the first, so much worse. The first act is I, not bad. But I would rather there watch There is Batman. no good scenes in Batman and Robin. Because Batman and Robin, you can at least like... It's basically a comedy movie. And no, because really we always that. make it 15 minutes in and then turn it off. Because you get angry. I'm laughing still. No, you get angry too whenever you hear... The ice bug. And we're both like, <laughs> it was not. The, it, no, he says the ice age. That's ice not age. what happened. Killed the dinosaurs. The ice age. It's so funny. It's so angry. It's hilarious. Inducing. Oh, no, God, Morbius is so more bad. anger inducing than Batman and Robin. I would rather watch the first act of Morbius than watch but the first But we're talking act about the whole movie. I would still rather watch Morbius. Really? Because Morbius is shorter. Sucks. Batman and Robin's like two two hours and like thirty minutes. I'm pretty sure it's two and a half hours almost. Maybe it's a long movie. That is a very long movie. And it's but... so bad. <laughs> Moving on from that question, uh, this is questions from Mary Kate. Favorite class you ever had? Ooh, mine was either last semester's uh, history of it was history of rock and roll, Mister Lee. Of rock and roll. That was a pretty cool class. But my number one class. I've, it's probably like six classes with the same teacher. It's Mr. J from high school, Mr. Jerzerkowitz. Mm. But we just call him Mr. J. He taught me how to like work a camera, work editing, read a script, do all that kind of stuff. So I got to kind of give him credit for a lot of my movie stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, we watched a movie. In his cl- my one class was film study. Yeah. So we watched a m- new movie every week. That movie. He's the best teacher I've ever had. And. It's one of the nicest people I still keep in contact with him to this day. Mm. So shout out to you, Mr. Jake, because I'm pretty sure he listens. Nice. But yeah. yeah. I think my, my favorite class teacher. was, I think, junior year. I had psychology with Miss LaPreeze. Miss LaPreeze? Miss LaPreeze. Greatest teacher. She nice? Oh, she's amazing. She wrote my letter of recommendation. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Jay wrote mine. Nice. Yeah. And so did Mr. Sheehan. Shouted him out earlier. Oh, you did my, too? My yeah. I did we had too. Because I was, go- I was going into the army, so I was like, I only need one. You only need one. Yeah. But uh, I had a pick too in my school. But yeah, psychology or public presentations, both with Miss Laprise or Mr. Pratt. Amazing. He was a good. He was my history teacher when I was a freshman. Mm. He kind of helped me like get used to going to public yeah. school from Catholic school. Mr. Davis, shout out him too. When I because I transferred schools sophomore year, and he it was his first year. He was my history teacher too. That I remember good. you talk about him. Yeah, he was a great teacher. But yeah, those are our fan questions for the week, and those are our rankings of the top twenty films of all time. 
there anything you want to add? Oh, we got to do a film recommendation of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I'm going to say Hunt for the Wilder People. I'm going to say How I Met Your Mother. That's not a film, but that's what No, no that's but fine. we do shows, too. Yeah, we do shows. You do Peaky Blinders, you do Peaky Blinders like three different times. <laughs> you keep forgetting. You put no, it Sean did it once. I did it once. No, you did it twice. No, you did it right before Sean. And then Sean did, did it. And really? then you did it. Oh, no, I think Matt did it. Sean did it. Did you it. did it. Yeah. In three straight weeks, because someone brought it to me, like, can we get someone besides Peaky Blinders? <laughs> And I'm All pretty right. sure I said it really early on. But yeah, I'm going to say How I Met Your Mother. It, you've been watching with me. I, I watched four episodes and I was more invested into the relationship of these fictional characters than I ever thought I'd be. But then you watched like another five yeah. the other day. And you like, this is so... It's, it's Neil Patrick Harris as Barney might be one of the best castings. Oh, he's so funny. So funny. Everyone that cast is so good. Yeah. But if I'm going to do a movie... I'm going to do a movie that sadly didn't make my list, and that was Good Time with Robert Pattinson. That was close on my list, That was close. Uh, You can find that on Netflix. You can also find How I Met Your Mother for free with no commercials on Amazon Prime. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, sadly. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that is the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cresta. I'm Ryan Ferran. And next week, we might try and do the MCU ranking. Yeah. Oh. Oh, next... Next Thursday is the Northman review. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. So excited. So excited. Uh, shout out so to the excited. Philadelphia Film <laughs> Society for helping us out with that. And we get to go for free. So no more money we have to spend. Wonderful. But uh, yeah, that is the Popcorn Pies. One last time. Shout out to my mom. Sorry I couldn't get you on the show. We've just been really busy yeah. here. And go check us out. We are going to be on Amanda Gabrielle's podcast on May 7th. Yeah. Well, we'll see you guys next week. See ya.